welcome to the Mum Style Business Podcast. I'm your host, Annalise Warren, a marketing agency CEO, business strategist, digital marketing mentor, wife, and mama of four little ones. Now here, we combine ambition and motherhood and well-being, and we help you leverage the skills you already have to build a flexible business that gets you both the income and the freedom that you started it to achieve. Stay tuned for conversations with inspirational and successful women in business, as well as practical marketing strategies and tips that you can action right away. So let's get into it. Hello, in this episode of the podcast, I interviewed the incredible Shanna Kennedy. Now, you may have heard her name or read one of her books. Shanna is a renowned life coach who focuses on helping people have a plan for their life and prioritize themselves while going after what it is they want most. Now, I first became familiar with Shanna when a friend was actually reading one of her books. And so when her name came across my desk, maybe six to 12 months later, I was thrilled, really super excited to be able to interview Shanna and she did not disappoint. So this episode I think is absolutely perfect for this time of year when we're closing off 2021. As I, we're releasing this, it is going to be early November. And so we are looking forward to 2022 and the planning that is involved there. The world has been in a crazy state the last couple of years and I think many of us are really looking forward to some semblance of normal life returning next year and with that potentially different opportunities and things that haven't been available so I'm really excited for you to listen to this interview to this conversation and and really Um, frame that with where you want to be going that next year, that next five years, that that next 10 years. What does that look like? And um, yeah, with that, please enjoy my conversation with Shanna Kennedy. So welcome, Shanna, to the show. Wonderful. Thank you for having me on. So let's just dive straight in. For people who don't know you, Shanna, can you tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do? Yes, I am a life strategist, life coach, where I've probably the first one that ever sort of was born in Melbourne, I think, 20 years ago when no one had heard of a coach. And I studied life coaching 20 years ago to coach elite athletes into retirement because they just didn't have a life plan, a plan B, you know, what am I doing next type version. And I saw a lot of destruction. So I really became passionate about coaching people through different transition stages in their life and building a plan that would support them all the way through as life changed. So it's, yeah, it's been 20 years of coaching and speaking and writing books. I've got my seventh book coming out this year, which is super exciting. Mm -hmm. Um, And I go around speaking at conferences normally, uh, but, you know, I've had a year off that. It's all been, you know, via Zoom and webinar and it's a, it's a wonderful global business. So um, it's been really exciting. And I've, I'm a mum. I've got, you know, a 15-year-old and a 16-year-old and um, a lovely husband. So I really am passionate also about teaching self-care, about people really wanting to protect the asset, which is themselves, and teaching them how to do that. Fantastic. Yeah, something I'm really super passionate about as well. Yeah. Um, 
So tell me if you, as you started your business 20 years ago, that was pre-children. Mm-hmm. So then can you talk us through a little bit about what that journey was like and how you navigated then becoming a mom and then the different ages while you were building your business? Yeah, well, uh, the business was born because I got really sick because I married my job. So I loved my corporate career and I worked seven days a week, basically. And um, it cost me my health. So I got chronic fatigue you know, about 24 years ago and I was in my 20s and it took away a year of my life. But it's also something that I now need to live with for the rest of my life. So it's something I need to manage every single day. So as we're recording here at 7.30 in the morning, you know, my body's very sore and it warms up during the day. So uh, it, it really did, it was the gift in some way because it made me stop and think about what kind of business could I have where I could have children and sort of manage my health at the same time without, you know, getting on a plane all the time because that's what I was doing. I was in sport sponsorship and sport was always on the weekend. So there was no break. So I really wanted to have a family, but I knew that I really had to think carefully about what could I create and have a family and look after myself all at the same time and how would I manage that? So I really had to to do the life plan for myself. And that's when I discovered life coaching because I discovered that I needed a coach with me, alongside me, Not not a sport coach, but a coach for my whole life just to keep me really on track and get myself well. So I built the business really around my health and my children. So, you know, being pregnant, um, having the kids, you know, um, I was coaching people when the kids were sleeping and I just paced the build of my business. I didn't rush it because I really wanted to wait until they were both at school and then start to really ramp it up a little bit. But once they were in secondary school, it really, I went really hard. So I really wanted to build the business so that I had no regrets as as we move forward. Yeah, I think that's really great. And I think that it's really easy to not do that. I know that I can easily slip into that trap of going, you know, getting so absorbed in the business. And I talk to other mums and because we love what we're doing so much, it can often become that obsession where you dive in too too deep. Yes. And this is what I coach people around. I often have clients who are mums who have got, you know, one and a three-year-old and they're exhausted and they're saying, you know, I really want to work on my business and build it to be really big. And I'm like, oh, you've got 20 years to do that. You know, we don't have to do everything this year. And and I think as women, when we're really excited and passionate about our business, which is another baby, um, we get so excited that we try and rush it. We don't allow the pace mm-hmm. and we burn out. We're exhausted. We have some meltdowns. We We want to be really present for the family and the kids, but we're really tired. And so we get this torn this torn sort of dialogue in our minds. But when we do the 20-year plan together and we actually pace the whole thing out, it's like, oh, I've got perspective again. You know, I'm going to be working for the next 50, 40 years, whatever it might be, because we're not going to retire at 60. We're going to be too bored. So, and we're living longer. So, you know, people aren't retiring and stopping work really until their mid-70s now. So why would we try and really exhaust ourselves this year? because it's a marathon. 
It's a really long journey, but it's a short one at the same time. So we really want to pace ourselves and take some drink stops along the way, which are a couple of sabbaticals, which I took one in primary school with my family for five months where we just check out. We just be a family and we'll do another one um, when they finish school. So when you do that, it sort of takes the pressure off your shoulders, but you can really achieve at the same time. You just get rid of all of that dialogue in the brain. Yeah, I think we are in that society that that and that culture that wants things now. Um, and so, yeah, even myself trying, we had this, had this discussion with my husband yesterday because we have a seven-week-old. And um and then all the way up up to eight, and to really yeah have that that balance where we do, you know, totally check out and then totally you know have, and have time with the family and then we're moving on to the business stuff because that balance can can fall out of balance really really easily so very quickly very yeah. quickly because we get excited. Yeah. Right. And especially if we love what we're doing, it's really difficult. But you can love what you're doing with great longevity if you pace yourself. And I think women don't give themselves permission. So when they work with me, I give them permission to just let go a little bit, just a little bit, and really just enjoy this magical time that they're in. Because let me tell you, when they're teenagers, they don't want anything to do with you. (laughs) They they, they don't want to be. They don't want to be seen with you. They don't want to go out with you unless you're going shopping, of course. So you know, (laughs) the time that you have until they're about thirteen is so precious, and then it's gone forever. And so you really don't want to lose too much of that by being excited by the business because once they're in secondary school, you know, my kids, year eight, year nine, I was on a plane nearly every week and I was just traveling around the country, speaking to 500, 1,000 people at a time, having the time of my life. I was like rock star. I was absolutely invested. But my kids were going, that's great, mum. Go, be on the stage. Do all the things that you want to do. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. We're, we're your fans. So it's really different then, isn't it? It's like they are giving you permission. They're saying, you know, you've done your bit, off you go. And now that we're hitting year 11 and 12 type, you know, my son's in year 11, it's sort of like, well, can you sort of stay back a bit now? You know, we really need you at the pointy end again. So your career can fluctuate really depending on where you're at with the kids. And really from five to 13 are the golden years as a family where it's just a really beautiful time. So you want to be present for that. Yeah, definitely. So can you tell us more about the life plan and the 20 year plan and how that all fits in? Yeah. So the life plan is a book that I wrote because um, I wanted everyone to have a, a, a journey to go through that looked really pretty, like a Donna Hay cookbook. So I sort of went to the publisher saying, I want a Donna Hay cookbook, but I want it to be your life plan, your life skills, taking you from, you know, entree to main meal to dessert you know I I want the journey through the book of you know and then the drinks at the end type thing Mm. so the cookbook department actually designed it and photographed it it is beautiful I have had it held it in my hand and it's gorgeous so yeah I think they nailed it (laughs) they did it they did it it's a coffee table type book so you don't really want to put it away which is exactly what I wanted But I also knew that people didn't want to read a whole book on vision or a whole book on goals or a whole book on self-care. They just wanted to know 
the small version, the easy cookbook. You know, let's go back to mastering the basics. So it's really a basic journey for you to go on for your life that keeps life simple, that keeps you grounded, that keeps things clear, that gives you sort of a formula to look at the next 5, 10, 15 years so that you know where you're going, you know, why you're going there, how you're going to go there. Um, I think a lot of people come to, come to me, they've got no purpose, no clarity, no direction. And so I wanted a book that would help you get started. And that's why I wrote it at the, in, in the beginning. But the, the first chapter is called Start. It's like, where, where do we start on this, this journey? And we always start with our values. And everybody I knew in corporate knew the values of the business that they were working for, the code of conduct of the business, but they didn't know their own set of values. So I was saying, we can't make any decisions because we don't know if we're going to fit their values. So we use our values as a base. They became the boss. So I'd love to offer all the listeners here um, the free values worksheet, which I'll send to you and you can put up in the show notes because knowing your values is like pouring the concrete for the house. It's like where you start. For me, it's the boss. It's who I go to work for every day. Not the business that I love, which is my coaching business, but my values actually is before that. So for example, my first value is my health, obviously, because I lost my health. And health is our mental health. It's our physical health. It's our emotional health and our spiritual health. So there's four pillars of health. So every day, that's the boss. What am I doing for my physical health today? You know, walking, yoga, lifting weights, whatever it may be. So that's non-negotiable for me. Um, and eating, moving, and sleeping, that's physical health. What am I doing for my mental health? How am I training my brain? What am I telling it? So you know, I've got all these things on the mirror with how I train my brain in the morning to, to combat chronic fatigue and depression. Um, emotional health is my ability to love and receive. And women are really terrible at receiving and putting our hand up and receiving help. So it's a reminder for me to, to always be open to receiving. And then our spiritual health is you know, belonging to something greater than yourself because we get really self-absorbed, whether that be a community, a religion, the universe, whatever it may be. The second one for me is family happiness. And that doesn't mean is my family happy. It means, am I showing up being the best version of myself? Am I being a fun and inspiring wife? Because that's what I signed up to be. And if I'm not, I need to go and look at my diary and shave back some work. Um, am I being a warm and nurturing mum? And if I'm tired and exhausted and cranky, I need to go and shave back some work because that's my job. And the third one for me is achievement because I'm the A-type overachieving perfectionist, which costs me my health. So my achievement now is a much healthier to-do list where the to-do list will always be there until the day I die. You know, it's just, that's just the way it is. So does it include self-care? Does it include time to actually fill up the oxygen tank so I can put on the mask and go and help everybody else? So the to-do list now, the achievement of the day might be that I did a 20-minute meditation before the kids came home from school, or it might be that I, I sat and journaled, or it might be that I, I just gave myself some breaths, mini breaths during the day, these little breaks to keep the energy up, the Gatorade stops on the marathon of life. So that to me is harder than doing a great deal with Kmart for the books. Because doing deals is easy. Doing deals is great. Working really hard is easy. 
looking after myself is really difficult. So I have to think of the achievement as looking after myself is greater than the achievement as being on a stage. Mm -hmm. So it's really interesting when you know your values because they became the boss, your code of conduct. That's who I work for every day. And the, and the business is actually under that. How do you reconcile that when your business is, is your income? How do you, um, how do you coach your clients in that level of balance when they need to be bringing a certain amount of money in the door? Well, that's me, right? So it is my income, my business. So it's about being really strategic about how you use your time, but more about how you think. So eating, moving and sleeping is really the major pillar, isn't it? How we eat, how we move our body and how we sleep is non-negotiable. The mental health is the thinking side of things. We can either think we're in a five-day lockdown again. It's really, really stressful, which it can be when you have a florist or you have a, a restaurant or something that's been shut down. It's just cost you thousands and thousands of dollars. But for everybody else who's still working from home, it's really how you're going to view it. Are you going to be anxious? Are you going to be overwhelmed? Are you going to find the gift every day in it? So for last year, a lot of the teaching that I was doing to corporates was finding the gift every day, it, that this too shall pass. It was like, find something positive in it for yourself personally. Go and clean something out. Go and do something with your time. Go and get fitter at home, whatever it might be. So a lot of it is mental stress and having really set boundaries about managing your health and your well-being and your energy so that you can keep turning up for work the next day and the next day and the next day. You know, when you've got your own business, it's like you're an elite athlete. You have to leave the track. You have to leave the track after training and go and refuel and go and rest and go and stretch and whatever. If you want to turn up at the track the next day and do an awesome job again. But if we just keep hanging around the track and we're not clearly cutting off and going and refueling, the next day it all just bleeds into the next thing and the next thing and the next thing and we don't get the satisfaction, we don't perform at our best and we don't have clarity. Yeah, so true. So it's really about longevity in your career and not burning out. And when, when women have these um, beautiful cherubs that they're looking after at the same time, burnout is what happens. And then your kids are at school and then you're so burnt out, you can't even deal with your business anymore because you've just tried too hard to do all of it to the best of your ability all at the same time. Yeah, really wise advice, Shana. Especially if you don't get lots of home help, right? Yes, <clears throat> especially when sleep isn't an option. Yeah, um, <laughs> exactly. So that's the values piece. And then what comes next? The values is the start. And then with our values, we, we really want to create a vision of where are you going? So five years' time, how old will you be in five years' time? I love that question. So for all the listeners out there, and for you, Annalise, it's like how old are you in five years and then how old are all the kids in five years? Mm, that's scary. Yeah, so ah. me, I'll be 55. <laughs> I'll, have, I'll have a teenager. <laughs> yeah, you'll have a teenager. I'll be 55 and I'll my kids will be in their 20s. Mm. It's like I would have finished the schooling. It's like, oh, that's that's come. like. I never thought that day would come. I thought it was so far away and it's going to be here. What does that mean for me? Does that mean now I can go and study some more or work harder or what do I want with my life? 
now I'm at that stage and where will they be and what will they need from me? You know, they'll probably still be home. So they'll be just swings and roundabouts coming in using the house as a hotel, I presume. So what does that mean for me? And what does it mean for you? And then what we want to do is think about, well, what can I be doing today that's going to support that vision, that vision of where I want to be? If I want my body in 20 years' time to be strong, I need to be lifting weights now. If I want to be flexible, I need to be doing some stretching now, not start stretching in five years' time. It's sort of like really thinking to the future and then reverse engineering. So when we think of how old we're going to be in 20 years' time, so think about your age in 20 years mm-hmm. and the kids' ages in 20 years. <laughs> yeah. So I'll be 70, right? Yeah. So I'm thinking about what kind of 70-year-old do I want to be? Yeah, okay. Will I still be in my business? Yes. Where do I want my body to be mentally, emotionally, physically? Okay. What can I be doing today? What goals can I be setting? What changes can I be making? to really make that happen, to really make that work. So it's really thinking about your future self. Matthew McConaughey did an incredible speech at the Oscars when he won his uh, Oscars Globe, Oscars. And it's called his Oscars, Oscars speech. You can Google it. And he always talked about in his speech about appealing to your 10-year older self and that's your role model the better version of you that you're constantly chasing. You never get it because you always want to keep improving and evolving and growing. And so what can I do today to just 1% be a better version of myself? So my question to all the listeners is, what can you change right now? What do you want to change right now that you've been putting off? And that's how we get going. Yeah, definitely. Because then you're going to be glad that you started today. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, um, last year in lockdown, I was like, oh, I'm going out every day for a coffee because that's my excuse to go out, to go for a big walk, which I was doing every day anyway. But I got into the habit of stopping for a a latte. And then I was like, this 70-year-old woman saying, stop having so much calories and milk. So I just switched to black coffee and I just feel so much better. But I know I've been doing that for the rest of my life. So it's about those tiny tweaks that you think, if I did this exact thing for the next 20 years, you know, what does that mean for my body, my, my mental health, my emotional health? So just question the tiny things that you're doing, the little habits, and do they work for you? Will they serve you? Do they make you feel alive? Or are the things you're doing actually making you feel worse? Yeah, it's, it's such a great perspective and I think one that doesn't come naturally because we're definitely, I think, all about that, um, the immediate satisfaction and how we feel right now, not not thinking about that long-term perspective and kind of how is that actually going to make me feel in the yeah. long term. Yeah, it's a little bit like people say, um you know, I just want it for now. It's like you're just driving your car around the roundabout because you want to go driving. And I'm like, but where are we going? And they're like, it doesn't matter. You know, I'm having fun at the minute. And I'm like, well, let's create a map, a roadmap, so that you know that you're driving to Sydney and then Brisbane and then Darwin and then Perth and then you're going to end up in the Maldives. Your brain just, your brain really opens up when it can see a map 
of where you want to go. And then you start looking at opportunities and then you start noticing things. You know, when you're pregnant, you see everyone else that's pregnant. Or if you, you know, you want to buy a, a golf car, then you see all the other golf cars on the road that you never noticed. It's a little bit like when you have a roadmap for yourself, you start noticing Brisbane and Sydney and, and Perth and the Maldives and all of those little pit stops for yourself. So you start to really engage in life for yourself and you start to see a whole lot more because you have a bit of a purpose and a plan and it becomes really exciting. So how do you then help your clients break down that vision? Well, then we set goals. So, you know, we, we know our values. We know where we want to end up. We know the pit stop, couple of the couple of the pit stops along the way. You know, the kids are both in all in school now. So we've got the primary school years and then we've got the secondary school years and then we've got the years after that. So you can really block them out if you have kids into, you know, these these chunky little pieces to say, okay, well, if this is the stage of the family, what do I want to create for myself? And then we start setting goals, business goals, financial goals. We start setting body goals mindset goals uh, we start training we, we get into a purpose of getting we know why we're getting up every day because we've got these goals to go and get so there's a great saying that I love which would be great for everyone to write down it's called plan in decades think in years work in months so you can live in days when you've got the plan for the decade when you know you know what the main goals of the year are and then you've got the real nice plan for the month. You are so free to live wholeheartedly today because you know the map. If you haven't done no planning and no thinking and no values and not many goals, you are just on the treadmill of life and you're in survival mode and you're just existing and you don't have perspective and you want everything just now and you want the quick fix. You can't be mindful. You yeah. can't be grounded. You can't have self-care because you're just putting Band-Aids on all the time. Yeah, and just fighting the fires. I don't want to be doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I really don't want to be doing that. So it's really nice when you've done the work. It's like you're in your car and you're just on the highway and you've done so much work on it that you can just look around and you can just enjoy the scenery and you can take it all in and you can just love life. And then when you get a curveball thrown at you, which we all do, we don't fall over. We know how to handle it. We're really stable. We're really grounded. We can cope with a few boat, you know, bumps in the road or a bit of roadworks happening. We can cope. It doesn't throw us into a spin and it's all the end of the world and, you know, we've lost the business. We can really see beautiful perspective when we've got the plan. Yeah, they're really wise words, Shana. Thanks. So you, um, we were, how can we then, um, how do you guide people through that process of rejigging their, their plan? So, yeah, I'm going to let you. <laughs> yeah. So, so what I want people to see is themselves as the asset here. So you're the asset and you, the person, are a business. And you are not your job. That's just what you do. That's the ride that you go on the Ferris wheel every day and you get off and you're back in the playground and that's you. 
So when I say that to someone who works at Macquarie Bank or something and I say, who's Peter without Macquarie Bank or who's Justin without the football club or who are you without your business, people freak out, you know, because they haven't actually built the business of self. So we want to build that business. So we have our values, you know, we've got our vision, we've got our code of conduct of how we turn up every day, you know, light, vibrant, energetic or what that might be. Um, And then we want to build goals and then we want to build habits. We want to build just the way that you become and you evolve habit by habit, self-care strategy by self-care strategy, building in small things, one thing at a time, like how you wash your hands. You know, everyone's washing their hands. The whole world is washing their hands, but no one is washing their hands mindfully. Slowly taking three deep breaths, looking up in the mirror, checking in with their best friend, which is themselves. I really teach people to build a relationship back with themselves in amongst the chaos. So, when did you last look in the mirror? You know, for all the listeners, when did you last look in the mirror and actually see your best friend? So, what would you tell your best friend today? I think that's really um, poignant, especially for women with small children, Mm. because not only is it the business, but it's the kids as well. Mm. And then hopefully we squeezing partner in there. Exactly. (laughs) You've got to hold your marriage together, right? Yeah. So, and then there's us right at the, right at the bottom because everything else is screaming and everything Mm. else is demanding, demanding. So really carving that time out for ourselves. Um, So my, my invitation right there is to put yourself at the top. Yeah. And that doesn't mean time out. That means how you view things so when you go to the bathroom you could take three deep breaths that's six or seven times a day you could ground yourself and take a big big breath oh you could just slow down and then you could just look in the mirror and go hey bestie (laughs) it's pretty chaotic out there let's just take three more deep breaths before we go back out yeah that's a really easy thing everyone can do no everyone can do it I've been doing it since my kids were born my oldest is just about to turn 17 every time I went to school pick up I would always park lock the door do five minutes meditation before I went into the school playground surely out of 24 hours a day I could take five minutes to breathe so breathing has been what has kept me top of the list the whole time and yes it's busy and we're going to sport and we're doing drop-offs and pickups and cooking and doing the washing I didn't have much home help at all I did the whole thing but I breathed through it with gratitude and when we do that it's sort of like we have this little relationship this fun relationship with ourselves in our mind which is actually really nice and caring you know no one goes to the laundry right no one wants to help you in the laundry or not in my house. So the laundry became my sanctuary. I was like, I'm just doing the laundry again. And I go there and I do breathing, take my time, never rushed it. Because I thought, I'm actually alone here. (laughs) Like no one's helping. 
okay, so if this is my alone space, I have to make it my little breathing space and my sanctuary to reground myself. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a great strategy. All of those things were really important to me. Small, little, tiny, you know, writing on the mirror, you've got this, or writing on the mirror, pace yourself because you still want to have a business in 20 years that you're passionate about. Yeah, so true. And I don't want to burn out or blow things up right now. And I still want to be married in 20 years, but I don't want to burn that one out either. And I still want to be a great mum in 20 years. Okay, so I'm going to have to pace myself here. I'm going to actually have to keep filling up the oxygen tank so I can keep putting my mask on for 20 years and keep helping everyone. Yeah. So if no one will put up, will fill your tank, no one's going to say, oh, my gosh, you deserve a massage. Go and have the day off. <laughs> or no one's going to say, hey, mum, why don't you put your feet up? It's never going to happen. So if you can't do it for your best friend, which is yourself, because you'd want a great 20-year journey of being a mom and a wife and a great business person and networking and being there for our, ex- our extended family and our friends, we have to invest in the oxygen tank. We have to find our little tiny habits that make us feel great because we're not going to get days off. We're not going to get time out. So you have to make mini pockets the whole way through. It's like the marathon that as many Gatorade stops as you can get in, they fill the tank. And if you're doing them mindfully and telling yourself you're filling the tank, it fills the tank double than just doing it for the sake of doing it. Does that make sense? Yeah, and so true. And then it's something that I say all the time, you know, this is this is life. It's not just going, okay, well, when this has happened and, you know, looking forward and looking forward, but, you know, doing the dishes and sweeping the floor and, you know, cleaning yeah. up the playroom and all of that. That's actually life. Like that's our life. So we may And it's a well, full life, right? And, and, yeah. And so we may as well be enjoying it while while we're doing it because it is easy to slip into that. Okay. I'm doing this job and now I'm doing that job. And then, you know, the day has gone without, without being mindful, without enjoying it. And you've lost yeah. the day. And the other thing with a 20 year plan is you get perspective because in five years time, you won't be doing that. Yeah. You know, they'll all be at school. So you won't be cleaning up the playroom every day. Yeah. So it's, 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 which is very exciting, isn't it? (laughs) So in five years' time, that's gone. Yeah. So when you do the 20 year plan, you get perspective that this is only for a short period of time in my life. So when it's all marked out on this map that I create with people, Mm -hmm. they go, oh, actually, I'm, I'm not going to hurry it away. I'm not going to wish it away. I'm going to enjoy my extremely full life because I can see how it's going to really change. It's like you're driving from the snow to Queensland. You can see how the temperature is going to keep changing. You're going to end up in a completely different place. It's the same. So just enjoy being in the snow. Just enjoy being in the chaos of it Um, now because it's going to really gradually keep changing but then it becomes really busy again emotionally when they're teenagers and you're not cleaning up <laughs> but your mind's becoming really emotional so it's yeah. beautiful it's like it's like as we keep driving around the country it just it just as you drive through life it keeps changing it doesn't mm-hmm. stay the same if you have children especially 
um, if you don't have children, we create wonderful new things to keep it changing. So life is in constant change. So we need to embrace that. We need to embrace where we're at in the moment. And the only way we can do that is to breathe it in and to have some habits that make you feel connected to yourself. And when you've got little kids, you'll see how often they look in the mirror and how they love the mirror and how they can kiss the mirror, right? And they talk to the mirror. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. They're your best teachers. Yeah. So why do we stop doing that? Yeah. They're talking to their best friend. They're excited to see themselves. Yeah, they really are. My so, eight-year-old will even like be talking to me, but look in the TV and be kind of watching yeah, herself. Self. Like, uh. <laughs> so, so when we're fifty, it's really nice to be able to go up to the mirror and have a conversation with your best friend, who says, mm, "You've got really, you really feel a bit exhausted. Maybe, maybe back off a little bit today." on the to-do list, or you might go to the mirror and go, I'm so pumped. And your best friend will go, well, go hard, run, go get it. You've got this. Go and make hay while the sun's shining. Mm. So you're really checking in with yourself. And it's a long drive. So we don't need to, you know, it's a long run. We don't need to burn out in the first 5K. <laughs> There's a whole marathon ahead. Yeah. So it, what it does is, is when you do this kind of work, and you really invest in it, you can let go. You can live in today. Yeah, that's so what good. I love about it. So good. Yeah. So where can where can we get the book, Shanna? Well, it's in Kmart at the moment. You can Yay. order it through your bookstore or you can just order it online at Booktopia or Book Depository or something like that. Or it's an audio book if you want to walk while you're listening and learning at the same time. But it's really, the book's so beautiful. It was, it's photographed, every page is photographed separately. So it's, it took a lot of work, um, but I really wanted it to be a, a nurturing, beautiful journey that people could keep referring back to. And you can write in the book as well. So lots of places that you can buy it. And also on my website, um, during lockdown, I created a free vision board kit. So people could, people could download it and I made it easy where it's a printable vision board kit. So it's got all the words, all the sayings, it's got all the instructions. So you just have to find a couple of pictures. It's got everything else is done for you because people said to me, I don't know how to start. I don't know. I want it to look good. And I don't know exactly where to make it. I don't know what words to put on. So I put all the words there for you. Now you just go and find some pictures. Yeah, perfect. We should yeah. have, I wish I'd had that because we do a vision board every year with that with the kids and they, you know. Mm-hmm. and they they help and they do their own and Amazing. so it would have, it would have been a much easier process well for next year you've got now you've now got the I whole know. thing now yeah I know. Perfect. yeah so that's free and printable at home and I think really helpful when you have a visual mm. of where you want to go to so all of my clients do vision boards I've got massive one here in the office and it's got you know my role models are up there Matthew McConaughey's up there I love him Um, It's got the bucket list. It's got my hobbies. It's got where I want to be with my health and my well-being. So I have a vision of moving my body. So I sort of see these really fit people up there and I'm thinking, well, they didn't get that by sitting on the couch, you know, (laughs) get out there and walk, get out there and move. So the days I don't feel like it, I really find it helps. It's really supportive. 
there's all the good food up there, which keeps training my brain. Don't put, don't put all the sugar and the caffeine in. Just slow it all down and put lots of multicolored things in, you know, eat the rainbow. So when it's visual, it's your subconscious is always being reminded. And then it's got all the career stuff up there as well, which is exciting. And, you know, write your eighth book. And it's sort of all bubbling away in the subconscious then. So they are really powerful. Yeah. Tell us about the book that's coming out, Shanna. Yeah, there's a new one coming out in July, which is called Plan B. It's called A Guide to Navigating and Embracing Change. And I wrote it in lockdown because people, I wanted people to know what the grief cycle was when change happens. So it's the sister book to the life plan. So a lot of the pictures have been zoomed in on and so it sort of all matches. It's beautiful. But we go through four amazing pillars when we experience a change in life, whether it be losing your job, could be having a baby, you know, and your life changes and you weren't prepared as you thought. Um, it could be loss of a loved one. It could be a, a marriage breakup or a partner breakup where we go through, uh, we need to accept. That's the first stage. And with acceptance, a lot of the time comes grief. You know, when we change from blue pen to black pen or change our car and we miss our old car, it's, or it, it's a bit of a time where we actually grieve life like it was. A lot of people that have a baby grieve life have how it was. It'll never be the same again even though they're so excited to have the baby. There's the two things that are happening at the same time. So it goes through acceptance and then it goes through healing, how to heal yourself when you go through change, a breakup or something like that, but then how to recreate plan B. So let's forget about plan A, let's go into plan B, and this can be for an athlete as well. And then how do you then shine with your plan B? It's allowing yourself to be really happy, even though things are different. So I wrote that in lockdown because people were really struggling and grieving with the change. So I went through, how do I make it like the Donna Hay cookbook again, where you don't want to read a whole book on grief. You just want to read four pages on it and understand the journey. And I want to heal, but I don't want to read a whole book on it. I just want to read, you know, 10 pages on it. And then how do I recreate my plan B? Again, don't want to read a whole book. I'll just just give me the give me the tasks and then how to shine how to be grateful and what's the science of happiness and you know most people's happiness is intentional it's what you plan to do with your day your habits so it's really exciting it's a nice small book for for anyone who's experiencing change yeah yeah which is definitely a lot of us and mm. dealing with yeah the other side of of that so yeah Amazing. Thank you so much, Shanna, for chatting with me today. It's been a great um, circuit breaker for, for, for me, a great reminder, again, as always, to be, um, to be putting ourselves first and to, to not just be, you know, living head down, you know, head deep in the washing or whatever it is and actually have that, that bigger perspective and that long-term view. So thank you so much for, for sharing your wisdom with us today. Oh, my pleasure. And I've been there in the trenches um, and you do come out of the trenches, but what we want to do is just love being in the trenches. Enjoy it. Yeah. You know, enjoy the chaos. And the way that you can do that is you have to have your mini me moments during the day that are not selfish, they're self-care. 
because we want to really enjoy the whole journey and not just go, I survived that. Yeah. Because it's going to change really quickly. Yeah, and when you any, do your plan, you see it. Yeah. Yeah. So enjoy this full, amazing, wonderful life. Yes. And we need to just love each stage that we're in. Yeah. Yeah. So true. Well, thank you so much. And everything that we discussed will be in the show notes, including the website and where can people follow you? Are you on socials, Shanna? Yeah, I'm on Instagram and it's just Shanna Kennedy. Perfect. Easy. (laughs) Excellent. Thank you so much, Um, everyone. We will see you next week. Fantastic. Thank you so much. Thanks so much for tuning in to the Mum Style Business Podcast two things you should know. First, come and join the party. I'm live with free marketing training inside the Social Marketing Method Facebook group every single week. This is where you can ask questions and get the answers that you need to simplify your strategy and amplify your income. Go to AnnaliseWarn.com forward slash group and join and network there with incredible women and incredible community of like-minded business owners. Now, second, if you have got any value from this episode, please, please, please rate, review and subscribe on Apple Podcasts and share it out on your socials. Your support helps us to reach more women in business and inspire them to increase our impact in the world. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And I will see you next week.